Game Boys. Hey there, and another episode of the Game Boys Podcast. My name is Lux, and joining me as always, he's boycotting Blizzard in the NBA on behalf of the Chinese government. It's Griffin Davis. Uh, yes, I am. I definitely didn't play WoW Classic for the last two hours. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, uh, sometimes... You just got to stand by your principles and your principles, I guess, are WoW Classic. Uh, No, my principles are is that like WoW Classic is a basic human right (laughs) and that these governments, they need I'm I'm pressuring leaders. I'm I'm not going to stop playing the game, but I will pressure my leaders. I mean, I'm doing this podcast. Uh, That's a form of protest against them. Uh, We support Hong Kong. We yeah, do, but yeah. I have to hit 60. And if anything that slows me down, I have a schedule. Uh, and I got to raid Molten Core. And it's like, it's water, internet, and WoW Classic. Those are, you know, health organizations. Your three God-given rights. Those are the God-given rights. Uh, okay, man. Well, that's it's, cool. Hey, you're sitting next to me. This yeah, is a weird yeah, one, guys. True. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's what you're really be talking about. I'm noticing all sorts of stuff already. How far away you go from the mic? You're like, it's it's interesting. Well, seeing I, your whole form in person. Anyways, doesn't matter. The point is, I'm in LA and we're recording in the exact same room at the exact same time on the exact same couch mm-hmm. with the exact same mic. What a world. What a world. You know, this has only actually happened one time before in the entire history of Game Boys, if I'm correct, right? You're not, because we did the live episode. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. That right, was right. in the same room. Sure, and sure, And we sure. also did the one with Haley. Okay. Um, well, anyways. So it's happened two times. Third time's the charm. It's, We're doing it. It's a big day. So we had to get a big guest, as always, for the podcast. Uh I, I don't really know what credits to credit him with because he kind of has it's just it's been an illustrious career uh, working alongside him. Uh, we've been on multiple uh, sketch comedy teams together. We've shared the stage for years. Uh, he's refused to do this podcast the entire time it's existed. It's true. But I've tricked him into doing it. Welcome to the podcast, Kevin Noonan. Thank you. Thank yes. you for having me. Um, and I just want to say I'm also boycotting the Rockets, but it's only because James Harden sucks and Daryl Morey is a nerd. Mm-hmm. Um, so we all have principles. We've all to stand got things by. we got to stand behind. Yeah, I mean, he's I, a big nerd. He's a huge nerd. Um, I was at that live podcast. It was in a tea room in Austin. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. people were falling asleep, but you also got big laughs. You know, uh, yeah, you uh, you guys walked in. I think after half the crowd walked up and left. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when we were playing the game and talking about it, well, that's when you guys started talking about Hong Kong, right? And they just yeah, walked out on you. We were trying to explain the the complications of the two government one state solution, the one state system. But <laughs> very, it was very pro China audience. One country, two systems, whatever it is. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Kevin, where where do you fall in Hong Kong? And is it really is it all about the players for you? Uh, here's my thing is, um, big video game fan, big fan of the podcast. So happy to be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They buy sneakers in China too. Um, that's my take. We buy sneakers in China. <laughs> Don't we all? We make our sneakers. <laughs> we make our own sneakers in China. And, uh, shit. You're right. Um, <laughs> it's a huge problem. Anyways, okay. I think we should probably talk about the thing we usually talk about. Just Kevin, <laughs> what games have you been playing recently? What games have I been playing recently? Um, I was playing the new Madden, which, uh, I'm a bit, I usually I'm a big sports game guy. It was always my like in in video games. Could never afford it as a kid. My parents would buy it for me. That mm-hmm. we had like my brother's copy of Madden 2000, and they were like, "It's the same game every year." So they never bought us a new one. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm an adult and have my own money, I like, went out and bought 
You know what? It's the same game. I, I could probably play Madden 2000 again and do the same shit. It is kind of one of my favorite griffs, actually, is just these sports games. They it's make just, mild tweaks. They, <laughs> they update yeah. the roster. They usually add a couple features that suck, maybe one or two that are good, uh, up the graphics, and then that's it. Yeah. New game. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of beautiful. I mean, Which is funny, actually, because the other games I've been kick on is I went back and I started playing. I had my PlayStation when I was a kid and my N64. I went back and started playing Tiger Woods Golf 04. Oh, baby. That was the peak of golf video games, if there ever was one. DMX on the soundtrack. <laughs> Tiger Woods is ripped and he's obviously banging in the yes. in the, pr- the promo videos. It's a good time. Is that the one where you can control the spin of the ball? Yes. After it lands? Yes, you can. That shit is so for good. hundreds of feet after the ball lands. Some like Looney Tunes shit. It is extremely yeah. Looney Tunes yeah. shit. Can, uh, <laughs> it's like remember, remember that game, uh, Bulletstorm? Did you ever play that game? Yeah. Or you can then you can like control the bullets. Sure. It's just basically that system, but for a golf ball. Wow, oh, incredible. Now, if I was, I would actually play golf if I could do that. Yeah, that makes better. it way more fun. Yeah, I could do a lot more things. It I does seem like sports ball. games are defined by their soundtracks. Uh, yes. in a lot of ways. Yeah, I had a. I used to have this old college basketball game. You were talking about Jimmy World the other night. They couldn't. They didn't buy any rights to any of the songs, so they had like college marching bands cover pop punk hits mm-hmm. and so i had this game and i probably heard the college marching band version of cut my life into pieces <laughs> like six thousand times yeah. playing like march madness season two or whatever it was yeah. that's exactly yeah. what it sounds like <laughs> yeah, i remember that game. i played that game for sure as a kid that one there's all those marching band covers are wild they did a lot of the ncaa games yeah forever just like different genres as like time goes by yeah um it's pretty Bizarre, yeah. but also pretty great. Well, you know, uh, as time goes by, Lux, what have you been playing this week? Um, well, Magic pre-releases are over, so I've mostly just been playing uh, more Enter the Gungeon. Hell yeah. Still stuck on that game. It's our game we from last it. week, our very hard game. Yeah, um, haven't made any progress as far as beating levels. It's uh, still insanely hard. I'm playing a little bit of Demon X Machina because I love a mech, but mostly it's just, yeah, it's just been running into the gungeon and getting marked over and over and over again. But we love the gungeon. Sometimes we hate it, but ultimately we love the gungeon. Yeah, at the end of the day, we love the gungeon. Yeah. And I keep coming back for more gungeon. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know, as far as me, go, uh, you know, I'm still dealing with a lot of these Trump guilds on in WoW Classic. Um, <laughs> Is that a real thing? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're, 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 they're getting pretty, uh, pretty uh, all over the place. Um, and there was a, there was a funny story story about how uh some kind of trump supporter guy uh like ninja a guild and became the guild master and started running it like a like a trump trump like uh trump like guild little, from the inside autocracy yeah yeah <laughs> he started started like kicking out all the officers anyways it's been a wild run over there uh and uh and politics are alive and well in azeroth yeah i mean you were playing you were playing today and you were mentioning that there's like not a lot of people online just in the midst of all the shit that's happening right now. Oh, I, I don't think so. No, everyone's still playing the game. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll get more into that story in just a second. Uh, because, guys, I think we need to warm up with a little bit of everyone's favorite news show. Welcome back, Kevin, to Toxic or Toxic. That's right. I'm going to say stuff. Wow. We decide if it's toxic or toxic? Yes. You have all to decide right. if these video game news stories are toxic, as in bad, incel gamer culture get it off my internet watching the joker but taking the wrong message great uh or if it's 
Do 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 do. Toxic is in the Britney Spears song, which is a hit, a banger, and a good thing. A formative music video for all of our lives. Oh, one of the best music yeah. videos. If you talk video. about the music video when I mention it, um, people just say good song. But the video, I think, is what really took it home. That's right. Yeah. The video changed a lot of people's lives. Uh, <laughs> new story number one: New class action lawsuit contends video game Fortnite is as addictive as cocaine. <laughs> How do we feel about this? What? <laughs> uh, I feel of- like this like this exact same story comes up every three years. It just with like different nouns put in. Different games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, because there was when there was the big loot box thing like a year or two ago, it was like loot boxes study show are the same as slot machines or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like anything that makes you happy sends endorphins off in your brain, and that is bad now. Yeah. Oh, well, honestly, I think Fortnite's probably I think cocaine is cheaper than Fortnite. <laughs> that's that's my first thing. I think uh cocaine definitely uh harder harder to get uh way easier to spend a bunch of money on fortnite on accident uh yeah, it's, it's much more it's much easier to make accidental fortnite purposes than buy accidental cocaine that's right, right. you're more likely to cut friends and family out of your life on fortnite loot boxes yeah at least you get stuff done on cocaine yeah Exactly. Anyway, yeah. I think if we brought a little more cocaine to these kids, we'd have a little less Fortnite. If we le- <laughs> legalized all drugs, there might be very little Fortnite. And a few less yeah. kids. Yeah. yeah. And you know we, if we made kids illegal and, and cocaine legal, it could fix a lot of this. Now, who's going to make that trade? Also, I'll call this good toxic. Okay. <laughs> call it good toxic. Now, I'm going to say... Anything, anything that's that's trying to dismantle uh, this horrible disease that is Fortnite, I'm always down for. So I'm saying, do 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 do. <laughs> Moving on, guys. Uh, we're speak, still speaking of kids. Uh, Microsoft has added many features to stop kids from evading parental controls. That's bad, toxic. Uh, letting kids evade parental controls is like a rite of passage for childhood. Right, and they're making it very hard. Right. I mean, that was always like the thing. Um, a big part I feel like of growing up was like figuring out how to get your hands on porn as a child. Okay. Like that's like the a parental control. Like for mm-hmm. some generations, it's like going out in the woods, like finding a weird yeah. magazine. Yeah. Or for others, it's like having to like figure out a way to wait 20 minutes while a boob downloads. Yeah. Or like for probably cavemen going way out and finding that one cave where someone did like some booby drawings. Right. It's generational. And so like, I just feel like. <laughs> right. Generational. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a generational, it's generational. Like, rite of passage and like an important like part of being a kid. It's not just porn shit, but like any kind of weird thing you're not allowed to have. And so like getting in the way, there should be some challenges. It can't be like just there. There should be challenges. There should be obstacles. It needs to still be an obstacle course in some way. Yeah, but it doesn't need to be something that we crack down on in a serious way. And, and now it, get, it gets pretty Orwellian with some of these features on this, guys. Uh, there is a, a feature that like you can set like, oh, you only have one hour of playtime on the Xbox or I mean, like counts down. Uh, and then it says when you're out of time, you can request more time from your parent and it like sends a message to your parents phone being like they want to keep playing and they'd be like hmm shall they keep playing that is creepy that's That's really weird i don't like that i think it's it's also a major fucking waste of time like if you're an adult parent you have kids you have like an hour of free time to yourself and you're like getting text messages about like the xbox the time like, it's like 15 like, minutes what, remaining on yeah. timmy's xbox yeah. time what also kind of psycho are you? I, I, I don't know i'm sure you guys are the same way my childhood house if my parents want to yell me from any part of the house i could hear them and they could hear me there'd be no need for electronic function my dad wanted me to mow the lawn 
from any place in our home, yeah. he could find me and scream at me for it. Because you guys were all wearing headsets. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we were mic'd up. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. walkie talkies throughout the Noonan household. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys were right. You guys were an online household from an early age. Extremely tactical family. <laughs> tactical. Uh, we lived on a uh, landing strip for an Air Force base. So, oh, yeah. incredible. Nice. Uh, then we killed Osama bin Laden. <laughs> oh, together as a family? Wow, that's what that movie got way wrong. Yeah, that's yeah. the big problem. We're also big in the digital cameras. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, uh, well, guys, uh, speaking of sort of stuff that's going to be happening later in this episode in terms of fast food, here's a fast food news story. Wendy's just released a full fantasy tabletop RPG. Whoa, really? Yeah, we should play it. Yeah, well, uh. <laughs> yeah, we should maybe. Oh, man, hold on. I want to know about this really fast. Yeah. So vamp for um, me. Like, like I, I hope it costs more than $40. <laughs> I, I hope it's expensive. Isn't so does a Catan like slightly more expensive than you think it's going to be? Well, I, all, that's why I don't buy board games in general, because uh, they're like 80 bucks and you have to like schedule times to like be able to even play them. Yeah. Because like you have to have friends. Oof, tough. Yeah. Yeah, I'm putting this on back toxic for what you just said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. any tabletop game, toxic. Toxic. I go good toxic. I love tabletop games. This one sounds dumb. Uh, Of course, it's Wendy's. Uh, Yeah, well, it refers to the queen of the world as Wendy, and she's, quote, the clapback queen, which is so... No, I'm so out on that. Actually, now that I really have to play it, that also is bad toxic to me now, because they are just like... Basing it off their, like, weird Twitter persona. Like, Wendy's is such, like, one of those most, like, brand-saying <laughs> Oh, brands. yeah. It's infuriating. W- Wendy must consult the wizard, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> uh, Yas Queen summons the great witch, Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah Wendy actually uh, voted for Beto for Senate, which is pretty sick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, Wendy's learned the spell, yet she persisted. Oh my God. Uh, okay, moving on. Uh, guys, the big story of the week that we have to dive a little bit more into, we talked at the top. Blizzard bans Hearthstone player for supporting Hong Kong because China's money is more important. Yeah, that's bad toxic. That's bad toxic, guys. Bad toxic. What are we going to do about this? Because on one hand, Blizzard has this this choice to either support free speech and human rights or to lose potentially billions of dollars uh, if China decides to ban its games. Well, I mean, this is like this universal thing now, right, with the NBA, too. It's just like this thing where, like, when you make deals with places that do shit you don't like and then they do shit you don't like to you, you have to, like, make a decision about how you're going to react to that. Um, and, you know, it it would be cool if they were like, we believe in human rights and free speech stuff. Um, but if they want to make more money, then it's like, yeah, of course, they're as evil as they probably they're as evil as they probably are. Like, they're, yeah, they're big bad corporations. The two things that throw me off on this is one, the, he did it on Twitch. Is that what it was? Just like that. He got ban- he got ba- he got like, banned. On- oh, he, yeah, he did it on Twitch and then they banned him. So the the NBA thing, the guy, all this they're all freaking out about a tweet. Twitter is banned in China. No one can use Twitter in China. I don't know if it's, I assume Twitch is the same way. So one, like all, all this outrage or stuff that like people in China not allowed to see anyways. Two, this is just from a business perspective. If you have set up your 
billion dollar agreements with Chinese corporations in such a way that over a tweet they can pull out with no repercussions. Yeah, that's bad. You're just a bad business organization. Yeah. You got bad lawyers. That's yeah. on you. Yeah, that's I'll, that's a great point because my point is like when people say they could lose billions of dollars, that makes me think China could lose billions of dollars too from yeah. having them as a business there. Yeah. So it's like that kind of business goes like, both ways. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I feel like they could throw their weight around more than if like they're that big. Like there's such a huge thing there. I mean, would they really ban them i don't know yeah it does really feel like especially the nba like these are like uniquely powerful institutions that can throw their weight around more than they are but also like they like to make a bajillion dollars yeah but they don't have like james harden in china or whatever blizzard's biggest game is they don't have like an equivalent over there like Mm -hmm. either they agree to a deal or like or like no more people in china like just don't play those games anymore and they're all pissed at their government so yeah what if this is what started the yeah, what if like what if someone blizzard Democratic hears Revolution. this and they're like, "Oh my god, we never thought of that." Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they could be upset without us. <laughs> yeah, and I'd say that for that advice, I don't want any money. I just want you to power level me to sixty. I just want one sixty level character right now. No questions. And I'll asked. take I'll take money. Yeah, 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 yeah money, everyone, you guys money can take money. <laughs> I just want a level sixty character max level. Yeah, I want exactly the value of one level 60 character. <laughs> uh, well, guys, that was Toxic or Toxic. Thank you for playing. I think we came uh, on the right side of all those issues. And now we're officially on the right side of history. And when people look back, they'll say the Game Boys. Well, they knew what was going on. Now, Kevin, uh, we're excited to talk about this game. Uh, this was kind of something I told you about. Yeah, uh, I heard of it. But it felt like something that you would enjoy. I, yeah, uh, I'm glad you brought it to my attention. And, yeah, it seemed like something that you had to know about. And so uh, before we start talking about this game, I think we should hear a little bit of history about this game. Colonel Harland David Sanders was an American businessman best known for founding fast food chicken restaurant chain Kentucky Fried Chicken and later acting as the company's brand ambassador and symbol. His name and image are still the symbols of the company some 75 years later, but recently the company has begun experimenting with other sides of the colonel. In 2018, KFC met with creative ad agency Wyden and Kennedy, who pitched the idea of bringing the real-life entrepreneurial journey of Colonel Sanders to audiences in a creative and new interactive way. From that meeting, KFC began working with game developer PSYOP to create an anime-themed dating simulator revolving around the protagonist attending cooking school and dating Colonel Sanders himself. This week, it's I Love You, Colonel Sanders, a finger-licking good dating simulator. (laughs) Jesus Christ, what a name. It's a long name. It's a mouthful. Jesus fucking Christ. What a wild name for a wild, wild game. Yeah. Wild name, wild game. Kevin, first impressions. Bad. Bad game. Bad, terrible game. A waste of time. I'm glad it was free. <laughs> now, uh, now, in what ways do you think it was a waste of time? So, I... One, I am generally very anti all these, like, corporate... Tie-in shit. Sure, sure. I I just like I I find it dumb as hell. We're playing one long ad this entire yeah, game, and it, it that's what it culminates in the end of the the end of the game. You get there, yes, and we'll get to this. But you realize that this whole game has been an ad for a new menu item at KFC that they're just releasing, which 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 blew my mind. I was, it was the Act Three twist I needed for the ad. <laughs> That's uh, right. Uh, it's a new <laughs> menu item. Is this the end? end? No, there's still five more minutes, and we'll get to that. <laughs> but in my opinion, a total slam dunk. Uh, so <laughs> let's describe bef- uh, before we dig deep into like why the elements are all bad. Yeah. Uh, 
what what is this game exactly? <laughs> it's kind of like a I would say it's a visual novel. Yeah, it's type a game. And visual novel. Yeah. So yeah. Um you can lose. There are choices, yes. there are outcomes. Um, but it's all premised around one central idea, which is that a giant multi-million dollar or multi-billion dollar company wants you to fuck one of its brand wants you to want to fuck one of yes, its brands. Yes. Wants you to get horny for the mascot, which has that been used before? I don't really think because so. obviously there has been sex around the mascots in the past, but they've I don't think I can remember when a company has said we want you to actually penetrate sexually our mascot. I don't know. Well, it's Tony the Tiger is pretty buff. He's buff, but they don't ask you to hook up with to him. To hook up with him. It is really weird. It's not like they want, but the thing is they don't want you to fuck him. They just want you to want to fuck him. Right. They want you to walk into a KFC and be like, this reminds me of a man, <laughs> a man who smelled like spices that were blanked out in the text bar. And now I'm horny. The, spice, the spices, the secret ingredients, yes, they are blanked out. Yeah, they have text bars over all the secret ingredients. Which I think was a fun joke. Which looked like a glitch to me. I thought it was like, ah, <laughs> so dumb. I like that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's a visual novel. You do occasionally make choices, but mainly you're you're reading and you're experiencing this world. Uh, and so you play a, a character character uh you're uh you're kind of a, a new student at a cooking school uh and there are all sorts of tropey classmates there is the two different mean bullies the girl and the guy uh and then you're there's your best friend and there's you and then a new student appears at the stu- at the school uh, and that is the colonel sanders uh and he is thin he's hot. young he's hot and he's, yeah, he's passionate and he has a dream. It's and the best design part of the game is that Colonel Sanders is legitimately hot in this game. Yeah. They they somehow figured out how to like nail the perfect version of like a young Colonel Sanders who's got a dream to make an incredible company. And it's honestly his looks are one thing, but his determination uh, and his aloofness is is really what what sells it. Well, and they as like a hottie. they like hint at some really weird backstory, some very strange backstory. Because like uh, you yeah. go to his house and it's like kind of implied that he's like a time traveling man who never dies. Yes, he and talks about killing people he talks yeah. about shooting people in the face yeah yeah, yeah. Well, we'll 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 definitely get more into that too there is a danger to him uh, they, they really he rides a horse they play up every hottie side of him and i think they really nail that uh that's actually one of my problems with this game is that like i wish there were other like romance options even if they were kind of like game over endings or whatever because like it would be nice to see colonel sanders be hotter than other stuff because mm-hmm. the only other like sort of there no one else ever Presented kind of at all romantically in any meaningful way. So there's not like a, a competitor. Well, uh, th- I mean. Which I mean, speaks to the fact that it's commercial. I mean, uh, to me, <laughs> and now we'll, like, we'll talk about endings, but like I didn't, I didn't get, get to, I didn't get to hook up with him at the end. And I was, uh, I didn't play my cards right, apparently. So it's a hard game just because you're, you're the one guy is like a really hard fish to catch. Yeah. And there are like, I try to count them, but I think you make like. 15 total choices in the game so <laughs> obviously right. it's like a pretty like tight window to hit to uh make this work between you and the colonel it seems like you need like a perfect score in yeah. order to get with him i got um yeah i got two game over screens over the course of the game mm-hmm. which is interesting yeah one right at the beginning banner right snatch style didn't want to wake up and one because he got chocolate in his beard and i went to wipe it off and he was like, no, I was saving that. And then it was like game over. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. 
that's like I was saying earlier when you mentioned that to me. I was like, that's some like that's like a scene from Phantom Thread with like Daniel Day Lewis. Like, like in some ways, the Colonel is kind of a huge asshole. Uh, you like, come here to ruin my night. Yeah, or just like with the breakfast scene where he's like, "You're eating too loudly." Uh, it's it's it, in some ways he's a cantankerous man. Uh, that in some ways they is painted very strangely, uh, but ultimately this game is is meant to do two things yeah it's meant to make you think about kfc uh and the food which i think it definitely did i was like i want kfc now yeah it's true. Uh, you said that to me with your yeah mouth. i mean we should probably get some later tonight uh <laughs> and then the other thing it does is it's it wants to make you laugh and, and and i do think that for how brazen of an advertisement it is there was still parts of it that made me laugh out loud yeah it had some legit good jokes and it has pretty funny weird characters like Kind of like that are extremely absurd in anime, like the professor is a talking dog and like your classmates are like a weird, dumb child and like a guy who no one cares about who becomes a ghost and turns out wasn't a ghost. The student is a really great character. I yeah. did like the ghost thing. The, that, that thing I thought was funny. Like, I mean, just the fact that the robot is there at all. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a robot classmate named Clank that's totally uh, absurd. Yeah. There's just like a lot of fun characters. Uh, and it, there's just like a lot of weirdness to it that I that I enjoyed. And I thought it was going to be a lot more basic. Um, but it, it does seem like the people who made this uh, do enjoy the genre of, of dating sims. Yeah. It's kind of an effective parody. But again, the problem, and I mean, Kevin sort of got at this at the very beginning, but just like. The problem is that anytime you start to be like, I'm in a fun, weird world full of weirdos, they're like, don't forget about the KFC double down yeah. or whatever. And, and then it's just like, oh, fuck. But like, it's also like it's still funny how they're all presented to me. It like it's like it's it's like it's not just like an ad that pops up on in front of your game. It's like the goal and the mission, the context of scenes ends in like. A, an anime bowl sizzling with like KFC inside of it. Right. Throughout like, the game, you like invent dishes or like yeah, learn new yeah. ones or like you try them and they're all served in KFC bowls. Yeah. Yeah. This game had me thinking a lot about um, <laughs> just where we are in capitalism today. <laughs> because I've played, I don't have, I mean, you guys probably have more experience with this than I do, but like I used to have this mobile baseball game on my phone. Yeah. And it was just straight up baseball. But in between the games, there was like a shoehorned in long-running anime high school romance style game within it that was like legitimately hilarious like very dry humor very funny very weird characters this to me feels like when you see a commercial that is like an ai facsimile of a funny scene from a movie and i'm like oh that was that's kind of funny it makes me feel a little weird Oh, and it's a commercial for Tide Pods. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's how this whole game felt for to me. It was just like they're able to like replicate just enough of the things that I recognize mm -hmm. and then try to sell me chicken through it. Yeah. yeah. Well, Made I mean, me feel very uncomfortable. Yeah. What speaks to that for sure is the fact that every character's funniest moment for the most part is just the time they're introduced. Yes. Like, yeah. It's just like, there's a robot here. And you're like, haha, there's a robot here. And then every other robot senior is like, oh, this is this robot. I don't know. The robot's <laughs> whole conflict with the best friend is that they go sky 
skydiving and he like skydives with someone else. Like that's funny to me. Well, the, what's funny about that to me is the specificity that he goes skydiving with these two other people. Yeah, and that they make a triangle and then she's just there. Yeah, I think, that is pretty good. I think like that. I think like that was funny to me. So yeah, I, I don't know. It had moments like I thought it would be so much more basic because it's just a fucking commercial. But yeah. like they spent a little bit more time on it than I expected. Yeah, I mean when you look at it from that perspective, as far as like what it had to do to do what it yeah. wanted right. to do, it, it does did way more. way more. Than I mean, yeah. think about Sneak King. I mean, yeah, like, when you compare it you to know, Sneak King, it it's is like, it is it's like of this is a fast food restaurant that that's giving notes. Like, I like <laughs> like this could have gone way way worse. Uh, yeah, I guess I almost wanted it to go worse. Yeah, to be crappy. I wanted it to be like more obviously uh, just like a commercial product, mm-hmm. and it just like. It just pulled at me enough that I was like almost scared at myself that I was buying into this mm-hmm. this pure advertisement. Yeah, totally. I mean, there are definitely parts where I was like, "Oh yes, it's happening," and I was like, "Wait, f- they're just why am I excited chicken. about this?" What? I found myself really racing to answer the questions. Right then, I was like, "What? I, I don't care." <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, yeah, yeah, right, right, right. right. That, well, why like, am I sweating? Why right am now? I upset about this? I remember when uh when the cat when the the captain when the colonel asked you to go to his house, I was like. Oh hell yeah! And I was like, oh wait, what the fuck? Yeah, like, why, why am I getting turned on right now? Yeah, it's crazy. So yeah, so you you, you attempt through classes and stuff to flirt with the colonel, and so you say a few things, right or wrong. All the questions. It's like like any dating sim. You, you kind of know based on the person you're talking to the, what they would like to hear you say. So it's like when the colonel's like, "What kind of dish would you like?" and the first two are like sushi, and the third one's like mashed potatoes and gravy. It's like, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna pick mashed potatoes and gravy. And he's like, ah, good choice. Uh, yeah, this game does do a little bit. So, okay, the obviously the obvious comp for this game, right, is like Dream Daddy. Yes, um, it has a similar aesthetic and style, and like obviously, like it's a he's a daddy type figure, whatever. Um, and what Dream Daddy does really, really well is that all the characters have like a bunch of layers. So like the thing you think is the thing that will appeal to them is often the wrong thing because really what they like is this other thing. Yeah. Um, in a way that makes sense and is coherent. And this game get does that a little bit. Right. Like every like that's that's how I got the but Dream talk. Daddy's like a full game. This is like a right. it, this is an experience, right? Yeah, totally. I, mean, I did this in two hours. So like this is how this is how I got the like chocolate on the beard end screen. Yeah. Was because uh, there's like a showdown in the, in the kitchen and like the and when there's a showdown in the cafeteria where like mm-hmm. the bad guys are like time to cook food ultimate cooking challenge and then you're like you know uh, I I accept whatever and you go to fight them and then you fuck up and you get your hand stuck in the stand mixer and you lose and then the lady gives the dessert to Colonel Sanders and he tries it and then you have this option of like hold in your rage or like get between them yeah, and intervene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, holding in your rage is unhealthy. I'm going to intervene. And then the intervention was wiping up the chocolate and getting yelled at and I lost. Oh, wow. And I thought for sure intervening is like what he'd have wanted me to do because mm-hmm. um, he's all about gumption and bravery. And so then I was like, oh, this guy's got a little more going on. Right. But in this case, what he had going on was like a weird beard problem. But see, I thought, what would corporate America want me to do? And I thought <laughs> it would be holding my rage. That's exactly what I not thought Not standing too. between yes. these two people having a fight. Yes. <laughs> The, yeah. the elites will handle it. <laughs> oh, that's what I was going to say. You guys both picked the robot for the girl to yes. like. OK, so I picked the weird little kid. <laughs> the, okay. little, the little Habsburg. I, so I didn't I want followed, to go down that road. So I followed I that whole story because I figured the robot thing was whatever. Yeah. Um, what is happening with <clears throat> pop? Nothing happens. They just like are in a weird like off and on relationship throughout it. They don't do anything. And at the end, it just turns out that. uh his dad is a billionaire and donates to school. And so he gets a diploma because his dad's rich. 
which also felt like a weird comment on capitalism. I feel like there's like there's there's like a legitimate like New Yorker essay on the <laughs> yeah totally. the ins and outs of like what this is saying to us about our own consumption of media and fast food. Yeah, I mean, because there's and it also because it like takes shots at itself. Like it even has yeah. things about like. Who would even put themselves on, like, who would be, like, weird enough to have a picture of themselves as a baby? I guess someone who's conceited enough to be the face of their own food company. And it's like, and their yeah. own video game that I'm playing. Yeah. What's happening? And also, do you remember that we have coleslaw? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I forgot about that. I forgot. Doesn't that come free? Why are you advertising it So then me? we get sort of to what I would describe as sort of this midpoint of the game where you go back to Colonel Sanders' house. This is weird. And <laughs> this, is, this is the part where I'm like, oh, we're going to see where the colonel lives yeah and it's this weird like lakeside house it's yeah. like modern uh and you can he like leaves you alone in there and you can like click on certain things to like see about his past and that's where shit gets really weird yeah that's where so there's a part this is the part that is like most mind-boggling to me is you like click on one picture of him and it's like him and a guy like shaking hands at a theme park and then another one where it's like an older version of him riding a camel. Mm, and then another one yeah. where it's him as a baby with drumsticks as like uh, rattlers. And it's just like, do you think it's a Benjamin Button thing? I can't know if it's a Benjamin. No, because he can't be Benjamin Button thing because he wouldn't have already hit baby. I think he's an eternal figure. Yeah, he's like a right. recurring figure. And he's yeah. like, he has the urn with the ashes of all his past business failures and attempts. Whoa. Which is just, I feel like with the ashes of all his old selves Whoa. collected in an urn. And then this is just the newest form. Like, that's very what dark. Im- that's what it implies to me, which is like super fucking like. That's the thing is, like, this game has these moments where it feels like someone spent, like, ten hours sitting around thinking about this shit. And then there's other parts where it's like, you dash this off in two minutes. Yeah. Do you guys ever read, uh, you know the book, A Wrinkle in Time? Yes. So there's four books in that series. One of them is about one of the characters in A Wrinkle in Time and how that character repeats through history, like, for thousands and thousands of years since the beginning of man. Uh And it feels like some... 24 year old an advertising firm with a with an English and was read that and was like oh I can use that one tidbit from my education to further this corporation's chicken interests <laughs> it is it's just it's very dark it's like when you it's like when you when you go down into the monster's lair and you and you really see what makes him tick yeah I was kind of scared to click on the closet door I'll be honest yeah I was like worried about what was going to be in there I was yeah. like very relieved that it was just a bunch of coats yes <laughs> uh, so anyways then you you stay the night at Colonel Sanders uh, but you don't hook up and applied uh, oh you think they hooked up it's implied that you don't hook up oh yeah it's implied that you don't left, hook up the door is left open oh okay so maybe there's a yeah maybe you can imply that uh, and then there's this like final competition or whatever right uh, and then in this final competition, it reveals the new food item, right? Yeah, right. Because you and the colonel team up together to like to win, and you create fried chicken mac and cheese, the mac and cheese, ten- mac and cheese bowl. bowl. Yeah. yeah, damn. Which available I, now at KFC. And I'm just like, I'm like, <laughs> fuck. I need to try that now. Like me and the colonel made that together. Yeah, I mean it's not dissimilar from a thing that I like get at fast food. <laughs> like like ca- like like advertising can like be fun sometimes to engage with. Is that wrong? No, no, I think it's wrong. I mean, right? anytime anytime I see a Taco Bell ad, I end up buying the, the product. Yeah, I just I'm a sucker for it. Yeah, no advertising. Mean, advertising can work, and it can be fun to like lean into that. It's just hard to like play a game and like yeah. Be like, I'm invested in this game and have it constantly be like, I'm also an ad. Um, that's where it gets like weird. This like, is where it starts to feel like it, like I'm one of those people who's like, I don't care if companies see my data 
and then advertise it back to me. That's fine. I want to know what I would want from Amazon when I log in. I'm fine with that. This kind of thing is where I start to like get freaked out about like they are really <laughs> coalescing our collective interests so specifically yeah. that it is starting to like freak me out. They know us too well. Yeah. Like the, even the fact that there's the one of the characters is a corgi in this. And it's like that's definitely from like a uh, yes. coordinating data sets together of like anime, teens, mm-hmm. fried chicken. Internet dogs. Done. There's a dog in the game now. Yeah. And there's like, uh, it's either a pug or a corgi. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be a corgi because a cowboy bebop. Yeah. Sure. Um, but yeah. So and for me, I think that generally like, I mean, I don't watch that many commercials anymore, but growing up as a kid, I mean, I had to endure so many commercials mm-hmm. and so many of them were so boring that for me, it's it's like. If people are going an extra mile to create something like extra weird as an ad, I kind of got to respect that hustle a little bit. It's better than just being like another fucking ad. Yeah. I mean, I think that for me, at the this works like the first hour of this game was really, really fun yeah. and weird and cool. And then the rest of it, the next hour and change, I was just like. Okay, I get it. You know what I mean? Like, I think I had that same feeling you're talking about for like the first hour of this game where I was like, this is a weird, cool thing to do to do this ad. I think yeah. that's really fun. Um, and then eventually I was just like, oh, but also I'm playing a game. Right, and I yeah. have like another dating sim two slots down in my Steam. I've got other things to I'm do like, here. Yeah. Yeah. Where I'm like, a, where I'm like a cool mech pilot. <laughs> like, but also it's a dating sim. And I could be doing that right now if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, but instead I'm playing this. I'm trying to play the field. Um, How did it end for you guys? What was the end result? Yeah. So now, now you get everyone gets different endings. And I was very upset with my end. I was furious with mine. Okay. I was very happy with mine, but it has a lot to do with the name that I picked. My ending was just just like he was like okay good job bye like he like was just like good good nice to know ya just nothing <laughs> nothing he was just like i guess we've met and then he left it was like it was just like i i, I mean i was kind of even zoning out on it cuz i was like well he's not going to hook up so i was like i was like man this sucks Griffin, you, were just, you were just swept up in your rage about the the heartbreak that you don't even remember the details i was too busy applying joker makeup so mine ended we were in love that was made clear oh, we were in love damn it and it's been implied throughout the game that if you make it far enough, you'll go into business with the colonel. Yes, he's he's promised that, which yeah. also was skeevy. Which so this is my thing is he's like, yes, we're in love. I love you. Uh, I'm opening up a thousand new KFC franchises, and my character is like, oh, I can't wait to manage one for you. And he's like, oh no, you're not good enough. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's the you're I just got you're just gonna be my like platon- you're gonna be like my platonic partner while I run these businesses and you can go try to do something else in your life. No, he's like, he's <laughs> like, I was he's so like, I'm in love with you as a person, but yeah, not as a chef, but not as a business partner, as a chef. Yeah, oh um, yeah, that's the ending I got, but I loved it because I named my character Popeyes. Oh, and that's so great, actually. That's was, fantastic. Now it's like a really good origin story of the, how Popeyes went, started. They went, oh. yeah, they went to school together, and then he was like, I'm too big time, and then Popeyes was like, Fine, Colonel, I'll be become my own thing oh wow and i named mine ellen degeneres so similar thing because you're very top rags to riches uh mine was big dog uh but <laughs> see dog. i was which like is, which is evergreen i was so like put off by like you don't think i'm good enough to run a goddamn fucking franchise for you kfc yeah. ah i'm so mad yeah and then I wanted to go look at the KFC's business practices. Are they like McDonald's where their franchise owners are getting fucked over constantly? Now I feel like I'm like, I'm t- I'm too on the internet. I'm too online for this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, KFC, the, the, the one thing about this game, if you want to get like grim and into like the gritty details of reality about it, that's like, 
KFC is not legally allowed to call itself Kentucky Fried Chicken anymore. Oh, really? Because of like all of the ways that they like treat their chicken in weird ways. Oh, That's why geez. KFC is their branding. So it's very funny for them to be like, the sacred food, chicken, must be pure and protected at all costs. Yeah. Like, and then they're like, we use like mutant, like four breasted chicken. Oh, Jesus. Now this is making me not really want that new item. So, <laughs> no, well, it's, I, it's good though. It's yeah, good. I'm sure it's good. <laughs> I'm sure it's good. Man. I mean, oh, this is the, this is the other thing. I this is the other thing I keep them blown away. This is a totally different topic, but I'm always blown away that KFC even exists. It's crazy to me that a company can exist when all they sell is just one thing. Eh, I mean, there's like just burger stands. I guess. But it's like a multinational corporation. Yeah, I guess they're, but now they're probably scaling back. They um, got to. Because I feel like, like, their mashed potatoes, people love them. Mm-hmm. I think they're like, that. all the other stuff sucks. Uh, I really like when their biscuits are hot with some honey. I do like their biscuits. Like their biscuits, actually, biscuits fucking slap. And I also am really weirdly into their popcorn chicken. Oh, oh, like uh, the little, uh, little bites. bites. I, like, I really like that nasty shit. Um, Can't believe they didn't get a shout out in the game. Yeah, yeah, no popcorn chicken. Uh, I update. I snowed. I snowed to myself. They changed KFC for branding reasons, not because they used evil chicken. Oh, okay, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I, hit, I, I hit myself with the Snopes. I was like, that feels like an urban legend to me. <laughs> oh, you get, you just got three Pasnopios. Oh man, yep, it's me and Adam Shipp. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. You're the Nate Silver of this podcast. Oh, gross, and <laughs> maybe anti-Semitic. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big maybe. Well, uh, we'll t- we'll give our final thoughts in this game after this quick commercial break hey there internet welcome back to the game boys podcast my name is still Lux. i'm still your host your host still griffin davis your guest still kevin noon and we are still for some reason talking about kfc dream simulator date finger licking romance and now uh we're all gonna give first our final thoughts on the game and then our rating on a scale of one to five joysticks or guys, maybe at this time, drumsticks. Oh Sorry. Boy. I'm getting paid by KFC. <laughs> Let's do drumsticks. Why not? Let's stay on a theme. Okay. You want to go first? Yes. Yeah. Here's my final thoughts. I thought this game was bad. I yeah. did not think it was very fun. I thought the graphics kind of sucked. It completely wrecked my computer and it was unusable while I was playing this game. I was trying to listen to a podcast. I couldn't do it. Forgot to mention that. Yeah, it, it would not even play on my laptop. I had to move to my desktop. Ate my process. I had power. to change the settings to make it playable. Incredibly at all. poorly designed. Yeah, I tried to check my email once and it crashed the game and my email. Um, <laughs> it's like, imagine, imagine being a KFC ad and requesting massive computing power to work. It's like, yeah, this will work on like 10% of all computers. Uh, in terms of a final rating, I'm going to a quick story this is actually my second corporate branded dating experience uh the first one i was on tinder for eight months like four years ago got zero matches one night i had been drinking a little bit just swiping through ended up swiping a basket of shrimp and matched with red lobster who promised me a coupon and never delivered Holy shit. Red Lobster. So that is my one joystick review is for Red Lobster. And therefore, this gets two joysticks. Damn. Damn. Wait. So it was one for Red Lobster. Run for the Red Lobster. Yeah. yeah. This is a two. Uh, Hey, it do be like at least at least the colonel gave me closure. Sometimes Uh, it do be like that. Oftentimes Red Lobster be like that. Yeah, that's the sad truth. Um, For me, I'm going to say, well, yeah, my final thoughts on this game are that like. Like it's 
in some ways it feels like it's hearts in the right place as far as like trying to actually do the thing it's trying to imitate mm-hmm. but also it never isn't the thing that it is which is a giant fucking commercial yeah um which just takes some of the fun out of it um and then like you know just narratively it's kind of very straightforward in a way it's a little bit boring and so i'm just gonna give i'm gonna give this one two and a half drumsticks mm-hmm. um it was fun to do it was fun for the first hour and then it became kind of a real slog and these games when these games get boring they get real boring yeah. yes hey two and a half drumsticks that's still a pretty good snack uh <laughs> <laughs> this is gross. guys for me i have to look at this the correct perspective which is what was this pro what was this thing trying to be and did it achieve that correctly uh this was Never trying to be a normal video game. It was always trying to be an ad and a video game at the same time. And it was never going to be like a full video game in any way that's like satisfying. But I was very surprised by this game. I thought there was there was more jokes than I expected. There was uh, just more attention into detail to the styles of these types of games. Yeah, it's not as nuanced or as drawn in, but it's not a full video game. It's not supposed to be. For the listeners at home, Griffin is standing in front of a massive mission accomplished banner. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, Judge us on our intentions. Yeah, yeah. just chicken all around him. <laughs> Singing uh, a battleship filled with chicken. I would love to get a sponsorship out of this. And I'm, I'm, I will say whatever you want. Uh, but and I thought that the the art was fun. I thought the music was generic, but good. Uh, I had fun playing this game. It went weird routes with the darkness at times. Uh I'm mad about my ending. Uh, I'm not going to play it again. It's hilarious that it only works on some computers. Uh, Overall, in terms of it being a commercial video game experience, it's like a four out of five drumsticks for me. Like, it's way better than Sneak King, like, uh, in terms of just, like, it's functional. Yeah, roll it for it. Sneak King was an unplayable trainer. Yeah, so, like, yeah. So it's like in terms of the world it exists in, I think it's a pretty decent example. And and it just didn't fully go next level. And then I think that would have taken it to perfect ad. I'm Uh, I'm judging like an ad right now, you know? Yeah, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of fair. It's just also it's a game and it takes time. Yeah. I had to trade hours of my life. Guys, I'm going to probably get KFC after this. So it worked. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that means I'm also probably going to get KFC after this. Yeah. And And me, I'm going to Ralph's. I'm getting fried chicken there. Whoa. In in protest. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to buy that. You're going to go, Hong Kong. (laughs) (laughs) I stand with democracy. I stand with Ralph's. Oh, wow. Well, thank you for for doing this this episode, Kevin. Of course. And thank you for doing this homework and playing this game. I know this is not your typical type of game. Uh, but uh, your perspective was duly needed. Uh, but that's all for the show. Uh, do you have anything you like to plug? Yeah, when is this coming out? Uh, Friday. Friday. Wow, Friday. Because Sunday, October 13th, is Nobody Yell at Me at the Pack Theater in Hollywood at 9.30 p.m. Um, Griffin will be there. I will be there. I'll Our be guests there. for the show, oh, Lux will be there in the audience. Our guests for the show are Ify Wadaway and Kate Raft and Joan Ford. Um, our last show was really fun. There were no seats available in the house. So if you're coming, get there early, find the event right online, DM Griffin and ask for it. Yeah. It's going to be a good time. And then we'll have the show every second Sunday after that. And Hey, if you, even if you're not going to the show, DM me. 
And if you're not going to the show, DM Griffin. Um, if you want to get in touch with me, maybe about, I don't know, dating simulator advice, dating in general, um, DM Griffin. Yeah. I mean, and honestly, I'm not get, let's let's get some more messages going. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not getting enough DMs. Uh, yeah. As for me, I've got a show called Nobody Yell at Me. It's uh, Sunday night, 930 at Pack Theater. Uh, guys, it's going to be a good one. I'm really excited about the guests. Uh, they're why I do this show. Uh, every You know, everything else is... A massive burden. Uh, uh, no, it's going to be great. Uh, and Lux, we're doing it for you. Uh, so Lux, yeah. where are you going to be Sunday night? I'm also going to be at Don't Yell at Me, the Pack Theater in Hollywood. <laughs> wow, what a world. One day we'll get the title right. Um, nobody yell at me. Whatever. It's branding. Yeah, it's a tough one to say to remember. Let's sell some food. Um, all right, but that is... Yeah, so that's where I'm going to be on Sunday. And then next Saturday, I'm going to be in Houston at Houston Underground for the PWR show with Kath Barbadoro and the people from Street Fight Radio. So come to that. There are tickets. You can get them online on the Facebook event. Uh, it's going to be very cool, and everyone should go to it. Um, even if you don't like wrestling, there's going to be stand-up comedy and a podcast. Come on, right? Something for everyone. Um, but that's going to be the end of our show, right? That's it. So that's going to do it for us today. My name is Lux. I'm your host, your co-host, Griffin Davis, your guest, Kevin Newton, your editor, your producer is Haley Clement, your intern, your Matthew Morton, your artist, like Brittany Metz. Goodbye, Internet. We love you very much. Bye. I love you, Colonel Sanders, a finger-licking good dating simulator. <laughs> <laughs>